0: Welcome to this episode of TechNet Radio. I'm your host, Yang Cho, a technology evangelist at Microsoft. Now these days, as more and more uh, IT shops move into Office 365 Pro Plus, it is essential for us to talk about what's the best way to automate, to upgrade Office 365 Pro Plus. With that, we have an expert today in the air with us to talk about What's the best way to do it? What's the right way to do it? How Microsoft approached this challenge? Steve, are you online?
1: Hi, Yang. Yes, I am.
0: Hi, Steve. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your role uh, in Microsoft. What's your responsibility, and what's your latest project?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm an IT program manager working in the Microsoft IT organization. Uh, My responsibility is the deployment and management of the Office client products, so Office 365 Pro Plus, um, across our company within Microsoft. So 200 sites plus um, and 114,000 users.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think we find the right person today for this episode. So uh, just to, you know, right on the spot, I want to ask you, how did Microsoft, a company like Microsoft with thousands of thousands of people, approach Office 365 Pro Plus migration.
1: Um, for us, it was um, it was a new approach in terms of moving away from the more traditional MSI deployment, um, and um, we approached it in a phased manner um, using SCCM to deliver the client to um, all of our um, systems within the company in the most network-friendly way. Uh, It allowed us to balance the the load as we pushed the initial payload out to get them from the previous version up to um, Office 365 Pro Plus.
0: I see. Now, Steve, I understand Office 365 Pro Plus include both the client piece and the cloud piece, right?
1: It it can do, yeah. We we were already deployed um, with all of the cloud components like Exchange Online, SharePoint Online. So Office 365 Pro Plus is the client portion of that the productivity suite that sits on the clients computer um, provides the best experience integrating with the rest of the office 365 family of services
0: I I see so what are the options we have to upgrade office
1: well the great thing about office 365 pro plus is that you can um, have your users install directly from the cloud if you want zero IT overhead Uh, and you know they're always going to get the latest because they're pulling it down from the cloud at that point in time, all the way down to the most managed way of deploying where you can pull the package off of the Internet and then deploy it using a tool such as SCCM or an equivalent um, to get it onto the client's um, machine and control exactly when it arrives.
0: I see. Now, uh, I understand there's a a different kind of uh, ways to control the feature or how often you get the update. I thought that uh, that turns like the, as the title indicated, it's an update channel. Uh, will you talk about that? What What, what is an update channel? What is a channel strategy?
1: Absolutely. This is, this is, this is a really um, key part of the Office 365 Pro, Pro Plus experience. Moving away from the more traditional MSI product suite where you'd get security updates every month uh, with Office 365 Pro Plus. Um, We're able to deliver new features and functionality to our customers um, every month if that's the channel that they choose. Um, But for large enterprises we've come up with um, a new model called the Deferred Channel which allows us to ship new functionality um, once every four months. So the features come out at a slower cadence and allow customers time to validate that against their key line of business applications and such. So you have a variety of ways to choose how you consume new features as they're released.
0: I see. So let me just make sure I understand that, you know, as we do the update, normally like you have a window client, you do the windows updates for office. We have separate update and now you're saying to control how frequently a user can receive the update. You have different channel to manage that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So just think of it as, as um, a different pipe that the update comes down and one pipe such as current channel, you'll get everything every month. The update will contain everything, including new features, all the way through to the slowest channel, which is deferred channel, where every month you'll get an update, but it'll just be critical security updates. The f- new features and changes that the client would see um, only come once every four months. So it's less frequent change.
0: Okay. What about first release of deferred update? I guess deferred channels.
1: So the first there's between current channel and deferred channel. There's also a first released version of both of those. That allows an enterprise the ability to have a subset of their users, um, more notably in the IT department or um, teams that manage their key applications, um, to get the builds early, up to four months early and they can validate if they see any issues or concerns that they need to work around um, and ahead of their users get in the deferred channel update four months later. So it enables a phased consumption of those updates.
0: I see. So in other words, if I am am in a current channel, then I will get the new feature and security update every month. But if I'm in the deferred channel, I will get the security update update every month but feature update every four months
1: that's exactly right yeah and and current channel is is what um, a consumer skew of office would get so as a home user you'd be getting new features every month so as an enterprise we give you the opportunity to choose how frequently um, you'd want those and the recommendation is to have the majority of your users on deferred channel. So that you can do your validation and testing ahead of them getting the update four months later.
0: I see. So you explain why you want to use first uh, the deferred channel. But what about if I have applications? Uh, I have a lot of uh, line of business application. I have a lot of macros. I have a lot of add-ins. Perhaps that I should think about deferred channel then or or what's the criteria for me to decide that I want current channel I want deferred channel or you you put user in in different channels?
1: It it really depends on the customer for us internally um, we have a large portion of our users on current channel because we are testing the products before they ship to customers so we absolutely want our users to be seeing all the new features and catching any issues should they be there Um, but for a large enterprise we would be looking to recommend 90% plus would be on deferred channel um, you know the most managed predictable experience and then they, like I say they'd have a small portion of their users that would be the advanced users that would be testing the new features four months ahead they'd be on first release deferred channel and that's that's their safety net for that four-month window to ensure that everything's going to run smoothly um, when the third, the third channel then releases to their clients
0: I got it. So if I want to constantly have new feature coming in, I should be in the current channel. If I want more stability, uh, I probably would, would be in a different channel. I think I got that one. Now, a few minutes ago, you mentioned about System Center Configuration Manager. Now, how System Center Configuration Manager can facilitate and, and manage the process for us?
1: So it, there's there's two benefits to using System Center. For the initial deployment we use System Center as you would for any software deployment because it allows you to package the software up and use your existing distribution servers within your company. So you can create um you can balance the load on your network as you deliver these you know 2 gigabyte office packages down to your clients. So we used it for that initial upgrade so that we could be predictable about how we impacted the network. Um, there's a new feature in Office 365 Pro Plus now that's available that enables you to also use SCCM to manage the delivery of your updates um, if you want to do that um, versus some of the other options that you can use for the update delivery. I see.
0: So how does this Office update channel model versus the MSI model perhaps most IT Pro are familiar with?
1: So the the MSI model um, obviously is deeply integrated with SCCM, and so your Windows updates, your um, SQL updates, all your other client-facing updates, they'd all come down via SCCM. Um, The Office update model, when you're using Office 365 Pro Plus, which is a click-to-run suite versus MSI, um, those updates come down via a different mechanism. So um, as I say, you can deliver them with SCCM, Um, But the way we choose to deliver them to our users is very similar to the consumer model. Our users' machines just get the updates from the internet directly. And the reason we do that internally is because we have to deliver so many updates so frequently, anything that we put in between the engineering team releasing and the user getting it on their machine is going to delay that release. And that's going to obviously delay the feedback to the product group. So we have our updates configured so they come straight down off the internet to the client's machine. And that that's still an option for any customer to use as well
0: i see interesting so uh what are the significant challenges that that you have experienced when while you're in the project
1: um i guess one of the one of the things um i wouldn't say it's a challenge it's just a change in behavior that we've had to adopt is we're in this new services world now office pro plus is office as a service Um, And with that, one of the huge benefits is getting innovation on such a regular basis. No longer do you have to wait three years between releases to see new features. Now, as soon as um, uh, innovation becomes available or, you know, the market demands uh, new functionality, it can be down on your machines within a month. Um, And so for us, we've had to adapt how we make sure our users are aware of those features. And the engineering team have helped us greatly there by putting um, what's new, Um, prompts that appear on the user's machine after an update highlighting the key features that have landed so in each of your applications be it Excel or PowerPoint it would tell the user what's what's arrived with that build so they can get quickly up to speed Um, and we've also had to ensure that our feedback mechanisms through our help desk and our other support channels are super efficient so that um, when new build goes out we can um, give the right support levels to our users should they um, find any um, issues or need any help
0: I, I think, Steve, you point out something that I think all IT pros need to really recognize that is uh, we are really uh, consumer-focused and user-focused now. We we set it up and then let the users kind of to, to uh, make the best decision when they want to, you know, when is the best time for them to get the update and all that. And I think more and more IT towards this model and we really need to focus on how to empower user? I think that's the key message uh, I'm getting from what you said. And also the change of behaviors, right? The change of, and then you also mentioned feedback channel. I think that's extremely important uh, to know what's out there, what's people's response, what's people's experience so we can continue to improve. I think all this really uh, ultimately is to deliver value faster and, and make the user more productive. So what are the key things that you want enterprise to keep in mind? when it comes to automating and upgrading Office 365 Pro Plus?
1: Um, I think some of the key call outs I'd say is that that when we come to deploy, um, I'm always quite unfortunate because when I need to deploy it, it's before any customer does. So there's there's very few resources available to me. Um, But since we've deployed, there's some fantastic deployment resources on GitHub. um, And there'll be uh, some links provided to that. Um, and the team have done a fantastic job of creating some automation scripts up there that greatly simplify the creation of your XML files, which control how Office is going to be installed, um, what products are being installed with it, languages, the bitness of Office and everything. So they've streamlined the whole deployment process for you. And there's scripts up there to help configure how updates are delivered and all that good stuff. Um, so the actual deployment is, I, I'd say, is the easy part. Um, the part that needs consideration is, what update model is right for your company? It might be that a subset of your users would benefit from very frequent feature updates. Maybe they have a higher tolerance for change, um, and so yeah, just decide you know between deferred channel and current channel and the first release versions of those, what makes the right sense for your enterprise.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for coming online. I know you're in UK. We are actually over Atlantic Ocean to have this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you will come back and give us an update and also uh, bring us up to date in terms of what's the best way to automate and to upgrade of the 365 Pro Plus.
1: Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And for your, all you folks out there, this is a wrap. And uh, I also want to specially thank our producer Chris Cowell. to make it look so good. See you next time.
1: Thanks guys.